So I had a really bad near miss in embarrassment the other day at work. So I, I've said it before in the show. I don't talk to really anyone when I'm at work. I just kind of keep to myself, had headphones in. I listen to podcasts, listen to music, especially because I work at four in the morning. So like, I don't even want to say good morning, frankly, to people. I just want to like put my head down. It takes me a while to reboot. So I'm working, doing my own thing. And then a coworker comes up to me and she's like, Hey, do you listen to podcasts? And I'm like, yeah, I do. Mm. Oh, do I? She's like, she's like, do you listen to like funny podcasts? And I go, yeah, I, I tried to. I tried to. She's like, because you've been like smiling like a maniac for the past like <laughs> thirty minutes. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, and I thank God. This is the closest <laughs> I've ever come to dodging a bullet, Matrix style. She didn't follow up with, "What are you listening to?" Because I was listening to us. listening to my own podcast it's so funny not only us but to me i was listening to our matrix bit which is literally me talking 95 percent of the time and i'm just i'm here i did not realize i was smiling like a maniac the whole time laughing at myself because i think i'm freaking hysterical that's That's the closest i've ever come to legitimately dodging a bullet because if she would one more follow-up question and i'm screwed you just lie. I mean, just, uh, lied, just uh, my favorite podcast. It has my favorite go. host just on the it. The best so. show ever. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Genre Geeks, episode 76. I'm AJ. With me, of course, is Darren. Hello. And Heath. What's up? Heath is drunk, everybody. I am. Yeah. I'm wow. going to try to compose myself. Wow, why are you going to him out like that? I just I mean, him under the bus, let everyone know. <laughs> I could have hit it pretty well, I think. He said before the podcast started, like, hey guys, I'm drunk, don't mention it. And then of course AJ right off the gate. That. He does the type of drunk to me that's hysterical because he he does you can tell when he's really drunk because he goes, I just I make the mental decision, I'm no longer drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I literally said that to you. I was like, let me compose myself. All right, let's go. I'm drunk. <laughs> no one will ever know. <laughs> Heath is my favorite person when I'm drunk, so that's true. Darren, you're one of my least favorite drunk people in the world. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think that's, you, that goes for drunk or not drunk, actually. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I can tolerate you pretty good sober, but dude, when you are drunk, Thanks. you if listeners, if you think Darren is Darren sober, <laughs> imagine unhinged, his, just completely uncensored version of him. Horrible. Uh, if you guys start paying us and we get on like a Patreon bit, I'll release some videos I got. Oh, God. <laughs> you have videos of me? I absolutely I, have videos of you. I'm involved in that video, too. <laughs> wait, wait, Heath, you know about the video, too? Or are you, I'm involved like, in it. I'm sure of it, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Because yeah. whenever you're drunk, I'm so, drunk with you. It's a wild night. Typically. It's always your fault, though. You always you always like, oh, I'm always drunk with you. But oh, it's literally always your fault. Always your One fault. One million percent you're wrong. <laughs> you're, One million okay. percent. Whenever, dude. Whenever. Yeah, get over yourself. <laughs> Darren, what day is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh crap uh <laughs> man this uh, 76 episodes and you know well eventually you'll figure it out let me maybe pull one my day. little list here <laughs> sorry about I'll that keep, i'll up. keep vamping while you do that hey dude thanks. so I, I i i had when i got called out she's like oh like you, you've been smiling a lot when you're doing that i'm like oh so then i'm in, i was like straight face trying my best to not compose or to, to compose myself and i still kept cracking a smile where i'm like i am such a freaking narcissist <laughs> there's no there's no reason i should get a kick out of myself as much as i do you can put that yeah, as I mean, the episode title i am such a kick out of myself yeah <laughs> oh, I, I am a narcissist <laughs> all right well like so today be a good podcaster <laughs> today is january 10th it is national bittersweet chocolate day i don't know if that Ooh, means like chocolate that you're happy and sad chocolate, to eat or friend. like literally dark bittersweet chocolate. 
chocolate with a little bit of a bite to it, you know, where it's not just like you're eating sugar. No, yeah. it really reminds you that really, really reminds you you're eating a nut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, tomorrow is my probably one of my best days of the year. Top five days of the year actually is National Milk Day. We can have a little. Oh God, discussion. wasn't it just Milk Day last week? I don't think so. No, I Maybe. think milk just came up because dairy no. milk like, was just discussed. Yeah, I'm I think pretty so. sure you brought up like it was like, oh, it's national. No, yeah. We had a it's whole like, bit about you being a toddler. It's like in Darren's rotation, you know? Yeah, milk. yeah, yeah. There, I, I'm just, I have my own list. Meat. This isn't actually a real list. That I just, <laughs> You're just pushing your own milk agenda. Day in my book. Oh, wait. And we had we had this discussion already about the lactose. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. We, we, no, yeah we're replaying the hits now. Ooh, National Rubber Ducky Day. I Do you guys give your, Those are cool. Do you guys give your kids like baths with like rubber duckies or like, or do you have like your own like Nemo toy? We have like Nemo toys, like Squirt and Nemo dude, and stuff kid, like that. Our kid balls out, dude. We put so much bath toys in there. I saw, I found this really cool. It's a rubber duck type thing. I think it's like a, a whale, but whatever. But it's like, it's a rubber thing. And on the very bottom, there are two little metal prongs is the wrong word two little metal dots basically and when it's conducted when like something's able to touch both at the same time it completes a circuit and then lights go crazy and it wow. like lights so water as you can imagine you put the ducky thing in the water it completes a and circuit it shocks and your child yeah exactly it kills my kid <laughs> <laughs> it becomes a huge light show dude it's freaking dope huh. okay cool. so speaking i think he of is that. getting a mild like point point or point zero 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 some percentage of shocked. He has to just it's invigorating though. It's, it's nothing yeah. bad. <laughs> really wake you up. Okay. So because I had COVID, um I decided that I wanted to take a bath because I wanted just to feel better or whatever. When's the last time you guys took a bath? I Ooh, it's can't been a while, dude. Dude, I, that was the first hot time I took a bath not, since I was like seven, hot, probably. If you don't count hot tubs or anything to that degree, I'm <laughs> talking pool, yeah. you, at, at home. You turn on the little, you plug the drain with whatever. Yes. It took me forever. I realized like when we had a kid, we didn't even have a drain cover. Like, at our house. <laughs> right. No, I felt like so gross because like I turned on the water or whatever and I could barely fit in the bathtub. So I'm just Bath, sitting there just staring disgusting. at my fat belly and <laughs> like, <laughs> like my like Peter Griffin. When he's <laughs> exactly. I was just like, my knees were sticking out of the tub. I'm staring at my belly and like, <laughs> I was just, like, what am I doing here? I really evaluate like, your life five choices. minutes and i was just like this is yeah, not this working. like although it feels good i i feel worse about myself so i barely <laughs> i was barely in there for any amount of time <laughs> that's do gross. you guys remember games you used to play in the bathtub when you were a child <laughs> like you mean uh down I, periscope yeah yeah exactly i used to have <laughs> i used to have like army men you know like the green army men yeah, I'll push them up like around the side of the bathtub. That's okay. like a small squirt gun with a pistol, and I'll shoot them down. Oh, yours is cooler than mine. I used to have uh, bionicles. Oh yeah, that's cool. And there was a water element bionicle, and it had little like motor propeller things on its feet, and I would just like zoom it through the, <laughs> through the tub. Yeah, that was my stupid game. I don't remember any games. I, I, me and my sister took baths together, so we would just like punch Siblings each other. Would do I think. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Your your age gap's a little. What's the age gap between you and your sister? She's like two years older than me. Are you, less oh, than two years too, older than that's me. That's not too bad. Never that's mind. Pretty a year and a few yeah, months. That's pretty normal. So, 
Yeah. Yeah, that's that's to, that's just being get smart parenting. And once you become a parent, you realize that's that is genius. That is Dude, yeah, just util, that's utilizing your time efficiently. Exactly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I hate and this is such. I understand that there's a good amount of our audience that doesn't have kids, but that is a real. You get excited for what bat like bedtime means because then you're like, oh yeah, it gets to go be a person again. But <laughs> yeah. bed bedtime as a process freaking sucks, dude. It takes forever, and your kid is fighting you every step of the way. It's I think awful. It's just yeah. your kid, AJ. How did you guys bait or how did you guys brush your kids' teeth as when they were like to, like coming into toddlerism? Just well, sang luckily, a little song basically is all I ever did every time. And what they brushed Why their own brushing teeth? teeth? No, I brushed his teeth, yeah. yeah I brushed and they were, his he was cool with it? He was just like, ah, and then just uh, scrubbed away? Not really. He kind of fights it a little bit, but we just kind of just pin him down and <laughs> just get to brush yeah. him. <laughs> it's, yeah, beca- luckily, it's become that way. Yeah. Luckily, I had like two years of training in, in BJJ. So I yeah, just, me like, too. I was a- full Nelson with my kid <laughs> with his arm, so he can't grab I the I gave him a figure anymore. four with my feet, and I just like started <laughs> brushing his teeth. He can't do nothing. It's the game. I have to put him in like almost a full Nelson <laughs> and like hold his butt. Full, or I guess half Nelson. One arm with his upper half. Bottom half is holding his legs, and my wife is in there just freaking scrubbing at his mouth. As he Why he's screaming at you. Yeah, right. we're like just yeah. torture. I can't all I'm because I me, I'm like, do you want poor people teeth? As he as it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> That's my kid. Uh Darren, how was your week? Well, um I as my homework, I watched Don't Look Up, which I'm excited to talk go. about that in a little bit. I'm really excited yeah. to talk about that movie. Um I have been dealing all week with like contractors back and forth because we're doing some i think i mentioned this last episode we're doing some remodeling to our house coming up soon yeah so like talking to a bunch of people that don't speak english uh and that's not meant to be stereotypical it's just the truth and that is sometimes difficult (laughs) uh so yeah trying to just like no i i need this room to be this and they're like oh okay whatever anyway so yeah that, that's probably sounds racist but it's just the truth so every anyways. joke that i just came up with was racist as crap so i'm gonna go ahead and stay silent just, yeah, during this one walk past it <laughs> um really that's that's all pretty much uh my classes for school started again today so gonna be busy with that for sure what class um, are you but, in? Uh, i'm taking three classes three classes that are are it's like uh i don't even know it's some sort of business management class like a english type class and a math class i don't know just something along those lines so so i can't imagine doing three at a time with how i did my degree are you doing your is yours the same way where it's like a seven week class but they freaking compact that bad boy it's it, yeah it is seven weeks long uh and it's three classes and last semester i got all a's in my classes so i, d- I took three last semester as well and got all a's so um nice. w- one thing that's nice is that my job like it's really laid back so i can just do classwork at at my work so it's it i basically really have cool. 40 hours a week essentially to just do my classwork and then also do it at home too so yeah that, that works out pretty nicely so we'll see how these this classes these classes are the last semester i could do it pretty easily i mean these ones are be different so we'll see how it goes but yeah so that's pretty much my week i guess so Heath, right. how about you man uh mostly just housework man close trying to close on the house and so we did our last bit of you know that that cry part at the very end where everything's out of the house now but you need to go back and clean everything so doing a lot yeah, of like, I hate that part. Doing the carpet cleaner and crap. That sucked. But said and done, house is closed up, ready to be sold. So that's cool. Um, but while I'm cleaning, I've had a lot of time to watch or listen to podcast. So nice. I listen to in full all episodes that are out right now, the Always Sunny podcast. Oh wow. Me too. I'm also and caught I up. That's a weekly listen to me. Absolutely love it. It's incredible. It's so freaking funny, dude, because they it's, talk it's, about Again, I mentioned it's like the the fake doctors, real friends bit where they they go episode by episode and mm-hmm. 
they a minute at best they talk about the episode <laughs> dude it's so true like literally they go off on tangents immediately like they just like how's the episode it's pretty good and then just complete tangent that has nothing to do with the episode at all it's great they're like man that first season sucked right they're like yeah it did so park <laughs> and the, dude I, I need everyone to realize how frustrated i am every time we guest spot on another podcast they do the whole Tell everyone about genre geeks. And I say, uh, the way I like to pitch ourselves is if Always Sunny had a podcast, they freaking have a podcast and they're exactly what more they're us. Where That's true. they are they go on tangents and they get hung up on dumb things like us, where the first they're the short podcast. Yeah, the parking bit was probably 15 to 20 minutes of like a 40 minute episode and yeah. it's just about dennis complaint i say dennis whatever the actor uh glenn glenn uh something glenn i forget his real name but he's just going on and on about how people don't know how to park it's so funny <laughs> it's hilarious it's so it, funny. it really reminded us of, remind me of us the way they're talking and the tangents they got in and how they got like stuck on small things that really had like in the grand scheme of things have no purpose or, or really <laughs> matter uh mm-hmm. but it's great i love it a lot um I watched Don't Look Up, and I think that's really it, other than making music. All right. I, Amber and I tonight finished Dexter New Blood, the, hmm. the, the new, the, I don't know what to call this, follow-up series to Dexter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I won't say anything about it, everyone who who's watching it or been watching it, because this was the season finale. I really liked it. I, uh... That's all I'm going to say. I really like it. I'll give it a couple weeks before I go further, like deep into it, but I liked it a lot. Hmm. I also watched, what have I, what did I watch? I, I'm so ticked to myself that I can't recall. I watched a few things this week. Uh, you know what? I can't recall it off the top of my head, so I'm just going to move past it. We, yesterday we recorded our finale of our matrix series with, I'd like a refund. That was a freaking blast. Hell yeah. Uh, this will come out before that episode. So listener, I'm going to warn you ahead of time. We don't want to talk about the matrix resurrections and we talked <laughs> and we for don't. about two hours. So <laughs> that should tell you everything you need to know. We talk a little bit about, Hey Darren, we talk a tiny, they talk a tiny bit about football. Wow. We talk a tiny bit about Boba Fett. <laughs> Oh. And uh, sprinkled in, you know, a little bit of Salt Bay. We talk about Matrix Resurrections, but it was a ton of fun. Uh, I had such a good time with them. Yeah, I'm already talking to them about uh, stuff again in the future. So Man, AJ, so I know, obviously, I'm sure the, the majority of it can be t- spoken about in the episode. But I, so I guess it was terrible, or what? The movie sucked. I, I didn't like it. Dang. Yeah. Listen to our uh, episode to get our full thoughts, but I didn't like it. Oh, I watched this one. It's not brand new. It came out technically like early, early last year. I can't really recall. Uh, In the Heights, that Lin-Manuel Miranda. It's very good. Is it? I I I can see it being Darren's new obsession. I've really wanted to watch it. I just haven't. So it's really good. I enjoy the crap out of it. Uh, I actually, okay. I also watched Encanto, that new Disney Pixar. Uh, No, I don't think it's Pixar. I think it's Disney animated. Okay. Look it up. I think it's Disney animated studios. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Uh, It was, the music is, dude, I've been getting, this was an unintentional Lin-Manuel Miranda week. I watched In the Heights, which is Lin-Manuel's, that was his play before even Hamilton, Mm -hmm. I believe. He's in it. I watched Encanto, which, hey, guess what? The music written by Lin-Manuel Miranda. And I actually know for a fact that will become Darren's new obsession. In Kanto or in, in the, the music in Encanto is freaking oh, amazing, dude. It's okay. so well, actually, good. Uh, the music in Encanto was done by Jermaine Franco, but the story Maybe. was partially written by Lin Manuel Miranda. Look it up more because the more the music was definitely written by Lin Manuel Miranda. Okay, it's now Wikipedia. Wikipedia says, but I'll I'll keep looking. 
his name is definitely under the credits in the in the movie. <clears throat> so maybe it's under something else. Maybe he didn't score it, but he definitely wrote the musical bits because you um, can hear him in it, like his uh, his style. style. Yeah, uh, it's it, and it is a Walt Disney movie. It's not Pixar, but okay. Um, uh, but the story itself is okay. Uh, I appreciate. I really appreciate them trying something different. This is a very small scale story, very small scale. I uh, wish it was a little tighter, though. As as interesting as that sounds, it's a very small story, but the plot is kind of. It's not as compact as I'd like for it to be, but it's still good. It's not a better one of their better ones, but the music is phenomenal. The music is definitely one of their better uh, musical bits. Yeah, you're right. It's it was uh, Manuel Miranda. He, there's eight original songs and he wrote all of them. So, yeah. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> uh, and I also oh, and I Amber and I started. We're not done. We're about three quarters of the way through to finish our Lin-Manuel Miranda Infinity Gauntlet uh, Tick, Tick, Boom, which is Lin-Manuel yeah. Miranda's directorial debut. It's very good, and God dang it, Andrew Garfield is a freaking jack of all trades, dude, because he has a beautiful voice. Really? He has Everybody a beautiful why? Why is how is that fair that we have people that are beautiful looking? They're talented actors, dancers, and singers. <laughs> it's not. That's not fair. Yeah, but they, can they I, play disc golf? He probably is amazing at disc golf, dude. Yeah, yeah I don't know about that. I Andrew Garfield's about this good too. at everything. Yeah, Catch like, me I talked about Henry Cavill. I was like, Henry Cavill shouldn't exist. Like, that guy's too magical. Yeah, right. He's, well, he's, a, he's a nerd. He builds PCs. I like, he's him. not He's not the same kind of nerd I as hate us. That. I love him. He gets to, yeah, he gets to do that where he's like, hey, yeah, you know, I was playing World of Warcraft and I almost missed my Superman <laughs> call. And we're like, you're not relatable to us. Chill out. You're t- you can't be that type of specimen and be one of the boys you know what i mean we'll let you in like we'll hang out we'll play magic with you but understand that there's a soul there's a distance between us <laughs> so I, I mean like i have no beef with henry cavill in terms of being an actor and being a nerd this is one of those things where it's just like really and you're beautiful <laughs> that's yeah. hardly cool yeah, but, he's like, yeah. I, yeah i play warhammer on the weekends like dude i hate you yeah, like I, so I plow I plow through a trunk full of <laughs> supermodels, and then uh, I build. So I get my little <laughs> thing, and I have tiny little Dungeons and Dragons models that I like to build in my free exactly. time. Where it's like, okay, that's fine. Dude, there's a. Uh, I think I told Heath this actually. Speaking of that, there's a new uh, like gaming lounge in Wichita Falls that just opened up. Like, no, that was your sure. idea. Maybe you should have committed to it. <laughs> no, no, not quite the same idea. It's not like a gaming board game cafe it's literally just like a place with like massive tables basically that you can set up and rent there's that you can't rent oh, board games um it's so a it's, table store then you just rent a table yeah, <laughs> you, you table can do whatever you want store. with the tables but hey <laughs> some but, people play games on it you know but there's like they have like uh classes to learn how to play dungeons and dragons or they have like yeah. teachers I love that. that teach that's really interesting like it is i've never really been that interested in D, but like I'm interested in playing with people who know what they're doing and who like really get into it. Like that's, that was always my issue with it. That's one of my things that I love listening to. It's called real play. Right. RPG podcasts where it's just, mm-hmm. they record their sessions and it's fantastic. I love it so much. Yeah. I, I just like that. Anytime we played back in the, back in the day, it was hard to get like <laughs> everyone involved and really like into their character. And so that was, uh, I, I'd like to go and just like sit around and watch them to see how it goes and just get involved. I, I just feel like people that know what they're doing would be really fun to watch. I don't know, but also, also they could be some neck beards and you know, you know how it goes. So 
there's a cartoon version of it where it's the you know the cliche of the guy's like I pick up my flaming sword and I but <laughs> most normal people that do it everyone likes to laugh and so the fun people the ones that are not the the stereotype they understand that they're basically just making a movie. They're playing pretend with their friends right. and stuff. That's why, I mean, the, that's all the RPGs that I prefer. They're all na- mostly narrative driven. The mechanics are there to still make it a video game so that things can go wrong. But sure. other than that, like it's just, you know, improving as a, as a game, like a long form improv, which I really like. Right. So you don't but, want to talk about don't look up. Uh, yeah. Let me do a little bit of house cleaning here. This Friday, we're releasing our, our finale for The Matrix. Uh, stay tuned for our Scream episode. We're supposed to be ranting about Scream with Feels Like the First Time, but with the way uh, Omicron and stuff's going on, I don't want to push them into theaters to see, because apparently it's a Paramount movie, but they have not an- announced it to be on Paramount+, Plus, which is kind of bizarre. So uh, we're going to play that one kind of fast and loose. And also, I was invited to be on the Press Any Key podcast this week. Nice. So I'm going to be, yeah, I'm going to be popping up on there and uh, that, that should be a ton of fun. I love those guys. And I think that's it for now. I have, we're, I, I'm super happy with, we're getting a ton of stuff lined up and uh, we're getting new guests. that are going to be popping up on the show. We're going to be guesting on other shows. Uh, so 2022 is going to be a great year of, uh, of us popping up and other people popping up on our show. So I'm very excited for that, but okay. So your guys' homework last week was to watch don't look up which is kind which kind of blows my mind because you get last episode you guys heard me praise it it's been getting a it's pretty divisive which i don't understand i agree Um, it's divisive because of the content of the story right i mean like so if you don't know what the movie is it's basically is a comet is hurling towards earth and the main characters are scientists they're astronomers that are basically like trying to communicate to all of the different politicians and whatever decision makers like hey there's a comet coming towards earth we need to stop it and then essentially that's that that is the base plot of the movie and then it goes from there so if you haven't seen the movie then i would definitely encourage like don't listen to this and go watch it um but we're going to talk you know spoiler free about it now so um not spoiler free. No, spoiler free. Fully spoilers. Sorry, my, my bad. I misspoke. Yeah, we're talking with spoilers. So if you're still listening to this, then yeah, you pause it and then go watch it and come back or whatever. But um, so the rest of the movie obviously is them trying to convince the politicians that it's worth destroying. And I thought that's the most that's the funniest thing to me or whatever is because it's it's obviously a mirror about our current society. That's the it's the most on the nose thing ever on the nose satire or whatever. Right. But I love how like. I assume when Adam McKay was like trying to write the screenplay, he was thinking like, okay, what is the most obviously but n- nonpartisan thing that could happen to the Earth? <laughs> a massive comet. Okay, that's the, just if there's a massive extinction event going to happen to the Earth that there's no way anyone could disagree with. Let's do that and then make people still disagree with it. I think it's just so hilarious because like it's obviously the, the you know the the kind of the I guess the climax of the movie is whenever they like they start telling people just to. Just look up, whatever. Just look up, and it was like it, obviously you know immediately. Oh, okay. So now they're just gonna tell everyone to not look up because the name of the movie. And I just—it's so good, man. I—I I love satire. I've seen now, I guess, like three or four movies done by Adam McKay, and he's done a few shows as well. Like he—it's his satire is incredible. But like AJ said, it has been getting some division because it's like really, really on the nose. Like it's 
there, there's nothing hidden about it. But then there are still people that are unsure, like that it was satire. That are, that are unsure that like what the meaning of the movie was. Or just like, okay, that's why. Like it's so on the nose, and there's people still saying, yeah, well, they were actually defending the COVID scientists that are getting blocked on YouTube, whatever. It's like, no, you you idiots. It's not what it's about. <laughs> it's about all the scientists that are actually working for the government that are getting blocked. Like not like your crazy YouTube crackpot scientists, whatever. Anyways, mm-hmm. so um. I loved it. I thought it was really good. I, I really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, the snack bit was hilarious to me. Like uh, I love that was one of the like. It just it's a joke that had no oh, reason to yeah. keep going. It, it's so I, good. I really was hoping that like at the in the end scene, even though it was totally a serious scene, I was hoping while they're sitting at dinner, like trying to avoid like just their die fate. spiteful. Yeah, <laughs> no, I wanted her to just be like. But man, why did he do the snack thing though? <laughs> exactly. Like in that, in that really somber, <laughs> the very bit. last moments of her life. <laughs> like, why would he? Why would he charge for the snacks? And like, <laughs> I just, uh, yeah, I don't know. So he, he, I assume you liked. You sent us a long text about it, Dude, so I know, I know you loved it. I, I love this movie. It's incredible. How you can not like this movie is like beyond me. I just can't. I can't understand that. Like the satire is incredible. Like the way it made me feel of like I was laughing my ass off, but also internally like crying at how real it's a it is dark, like, it's a pitch black comedy like a it pitch really, black really satire. Is. Like, like at face value it's just it's just comedy and dumb but whenever you actually think about it for just a split second you're like this is terrifying this you don't is, even have to think about it that's, that's the thing. true it's, it's, it's so on the nose it's just it it's is so scary obvious. how true it is yeah and, and uh, like, but I watched the trailer and like it said like based on real events that haven't yeah. happened yet, and I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, I'm, I'm in love with this movie. I really think it's one of my favorite movies outside of obviously No Way Home of last year for sure. Like I would really rank it snuck in under the wire, dude. Yeah, yeah. Right at the very end. Yeah, I I mentioned it last week, dude. I love this movie, and I think people that. If you want to pick at it as a movie, that's fine. I can't really argue with you there. But to people that are arguing against like the moral takes of it Dude, and stuff, I'm like, shut up, you morons. It's and what's funny to me, this is a pitch black set a satirical comedy now, but ten years ago, it would have just been, you know, a nor like a comedy comedy. But because we're literally living through this exact kind of thing where it's just you realize how I mean, corrupt is is kind of the, that one of those words, but just how stupid people can like masses can be and stuff and just seeing how even basic fundamental information, if you have your own preconceived narrative, it doesn't matter what that information is. You're not going to believe it. You're going to do your, oh, yeah, well, what about it's just you're nitpicking at it because you're trying to mold information to fit your narrative as opposed to looking at it scientific. It's just how today is. And that's why I was like, how did this movie get this many? Like as the because I knew I didn't watch the trailer. I went in a hundred percent blind. Yeah, I watched oh. the trailer after I watched the movie, just because I was curious. How I, sh- it was I should, but mm. but I like watching that intro thing when it had like Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Jonah Hill. I'm like, oh dang, like Meryl Streep. I'm like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> it just keeps like, going. Ariana Grande, yeah. freaking Kid Cudi. I'm like, what the crap is happening? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, as after watching the movie, I'm like, oh, that's how because they all yeah. agreed with the idea of it. And DeLeo is outspoken uh, environmentalist. And so that makes complete sense of why he would want to do this. Which, dude, dude, Leo in this movie. Is a god dang star, dude. God damn, he's good. He better he's get a nomination. Dude. It's it's actually funny, too, because this movie, I was reading about it earlier. Um, it was actually like written as a, a mirror to climate change. That was yeah. like the in- initial analogy was with that in mind. And then yeah. the all the COVID stuff happened, and then they started like I think they like reshot some scenes, rewrote some of the dialogue as well to like 
and well, frankly, to mirror Trump uh, yeah. and his administration. Uh, and I thought that was really interesting because like there's not there's at that at that time there was one example of how like you know you could have scientific information how the public is turning away from it only believing in what they want to believe like AJ was saying before and now within like a year or two of them writing the story immediately another even example more of relevant it. and so it's like n- now it makes this comet thing even more like reasonable that it could happen in real life because it's like we have two real life examples of something that's like totally proven by science there's plenty of things evidence to, to, to suggest like what is the limits then essentially that's i think that's what this movie's asking like where where yeah. how far will we go you know literally like, our own extinction is where it'll go yeah. dude how bad like, <laughs> the performances in this movie are outstanding I, like i yes. mentioned dude, jonah hill is a freaking i, I cherished him, every so time great. he was on screen that bit dude, whenever like they're in the, the room sack. and he's like hey do you want to come in here and she he's yeah like, yeah and he just shuts he the door just in their face <laughs> He won. <laughs> That's so good. Dude, he like dang like brought a carrot into dangle in front of her. She didn't even want it initially. Do you Dude, want a the sack yeah. bit where he's like, no. they don't even do that. I told him to yeah, do that. Right. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> and the part where he's like, they're at the launch. He's like, oh my god, I timed that Molly perfectly. <laughs> oh my god, I laughed so hard that bit. I Jonah laughed so hard. Apparently, him and uh and Jennifer Lawrence, uh, from what I understand, improved a lot of their. Really, they're they're back and forths, and that was I cherished those moments. So it was just so them good, going dude. at each other. It's like, hey, girl with the dragon tattoo, why don't you? I'm like, god dang it. <laughs> uh, something I really I I thought was funny. There's like a small bit of like gossipy controversy about it because I guess Jennifer Lawrence infamously smoked weed like on set or something when they were shooting this or what i don't know if on set but she smoked weed during this and okay. her excuse for it was she's like i just felt like it was something my character would do which i'm like true. why which is yeah. true but i'm like why go that route just say <laughs> i like acting. weed it's 2022 <laughs> now it's 2021 isn't it legal then? Yeah, who gives a crap just say He's i like is. weed yeah, why get it? It's just the way she defended herself. It's like the people that yeah. are anti weed are like, that's a dumb excuse. And then the people that are normal are like, that is a dumb excuse. Just say you like weed. Yeah. Did you guys uh, watch both of like the post credit scenes or whatever in that movie? Dude, okay. So I don't know if I got both. It's by far my funniest bit that I laughed so hard. It's a genius bit. It's the one where they go to the, it's the future, right? Yeah. It's on the other planet. So there's there's yes. the first. That's the first one. There's one after that too, which this is, is not Jonah really Hill. that funny. Yeah, Jonah Hill, yeah. basically. Uh, but, I think I missed that one. But the what's bit the, where the the, uh, the iPhone guy, or whatever, is like, uh, the AI can tell how you're gonna die. Yeah. You're gonna be eaten by a Ramacore. We don't know what yeah. it means. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's uh, just the funniest thing. What was the second post credit scene? I think I missed it. The second one was just Jonah Hill, like somehow survived like the the blast. Yeah, and are you so serious? He was, like, yeah. yeah, he cl- climbs out of like the rubble or whatever, like, and everything runs him on fire. And he's like, "Yeah, mom, <laughs> are you there?" <laughs> and then he like pulls out his phone and he's like, "Hey Streaming. guys, I'm, I'm I'm the last man on earth. Hit me up, <laughs> like and subscribe." <laughs> That's so funny. That's good stuff. <laughs> it's uh, so stupid, dude. This Steve Jobs guy, I forgot. You know, oh you recognize that dude, right? He's from a. Uh, ready player one he is from ready player one where he yeah. also play it's so the that dude is a freaking, yeah. he's a god actor dude yeah. because he's playing the same kind of like genius but completely different dude the way he smiles without smiling is so funny like <laughs> the way he kind of ta- his because un- like, you just you get him being like he's so like brilliant <laughs> that his i don't know if it's autism or like uh, what it is about it that right. makes it that he can't process the his thoughts are way, like because they're so profound it's yeah. i love it i love he I feels feel like so was, bottled up dude it's it was so cool funny, how man. they like 
I, I like have a scared. question. No, no. no. <laughs> and then the camera stays on her for another couple seconds. It's so like brilliant. They did a really good job of like trying to like mix in a little bit of all of like the tech giants or whatever. Yeah, like a little, a little bit of Elon Musk, Musk. Was in there and there. Maybe a little bit of Mark Zuckerberg is in there as well. Mm. And I thought that was really great. Like, my it's just, God. your your His phone can now tell when you're feeling low and need to have like a little bit of a like endorphin like dopamine boost and so <laughs> it's like pu- like a puppy whatever like riding a bird riding or cock, something yeah. he's just like oh ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, but it's disappointing that like I've I've read stories about people that had that watched it and then. Again, weren't weren't thinking it was satire that they were just thinking it was just like a movie, or whatever, and they were thinking like, oh, it's okay, like the you know the guy's gonna the the meteor's gonna miss or like the guy's gonna save it or whatever. It's like, dude, there was no other end of this movie aside from the Earth being destroyed. Right? Like, no, yeah. Like there was no question in my mind after like uh, what a Peter Isherwell, like the the scientist yep. guy, or whatever, or not the scientist, but the the capitalist guy. Um, after he like turned it around, it's like, okay, this is this is dead. Either I thought of one two thing, one of two things. Either the planet was going to be destroyed. Or he was going to destroy the destroy the comet and then utilize it for even further his gain and then like enslave the entire human population. Those those are the two <laughs> things I thought were going to happen. Like, and I think yeah. it's important that it ended the way it did because Absolutely. that's yeah. that's how the bad guys win in reality. And so I think that's I think that's the it's a very important lesson to have in this. Dude, well, I'm also like, hearing. Go ahead. I've also heard a lot of people that say like they have like visceral reactions to it to where like they they get so like distraught by the idea of how real it is that they can't watch it that's fair i can argue with that i i was telling brandy whenever they were sitting around the table like you know whenever it was still kind of unsure whether or not it was going to work or not and then they were still showing like the scenes of the guys or whatever like i i sat there and i was like I hope they die. Like, and it's funny because it's literally a mirror. So I'm saying the same thing about myself. It's like all you idiots out there. Yeah, I hope you die. And like, well, it definitely get, leaves you with a real somber. What would you oh, do sure. knowing you're gonna die? Mm-hmm. And sure. there are other movies like this. Like I mentioned, I don't want to spoil them, but I think we talk about it on our Matrix episode. But there are some other ones that are it's the same plot of meteor is crashing, and it's I always it's to me that's always super freaking just it makes you get real existential because you realize how fragile we are and we're just lucky that mm-hmm. a rock is not going to just randomly smack into us but according to amber who is pretty involved in the science community there are people that that's their jobs are to just yeah. look just look up and make sure it's like hey and then i like to imagine and that's and that's what we have to because that's all we have is faith that the government won't behave this way and that we just have a bunch of space nukes that'll you know blow them up or knock them out of uh, the path you know get us out of their path or whatever like that's all you have and that's why again dude i love i love the concept of this movie the performances what the heck was dune got what's his face timothy Uh, chalamet what the heck was he doing in this movie oh my gosh he's gotta pop up everywhere but i liked him i love i loved uh oh god hella what is her name kate blanchett yeah, Tyler oh, Perry is the yeah. TV dude. That was so. If that doesn't make you feel like this is reality, where they're just doing dumb hacky jokes, Darren oh, jokes, gosh, if you dude. will, if uh, during that Leo's <laughs> bit, where he's like, uh, "Well, uh, there's a meteor is gonna come and hit Earth." He's like, "Is gonna hit my mother-in-law's house?" <laughs> and I just like, yeah, that's Great exactly." Joke. Uh huh, and then Darren just goes, "Oh, get over yourself, scientists." <laughs> um, but I also I gotta loved, say, I loved that. 
Hey, Ariana Grande's, Grande's song though, that was a so it's funny. A it's 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 a is a bopper. Oh, what's it called? Right it's word? it's tracking like it's like top whatever on uh, Spotify and stuff. Is it really? Sense. Yeah, her, I, her and Kid Cudi. Which interesting, Kid Cudi's not going by Kid Cudi. He's going by his real name. I didn't recognize his real name in uh, the in the credits. Yeah. And then when I saw him, like when they had the video, I love the freaking Ariana Grande. After after many sleepless nights, um, three, I. <laughs> Her timing is freaking good, dude. That was really well, either well directed or Ariana Grande's funnier than we give her credit for because that timing was perfect. I love this that. And then Kid Cudi pops up. This movie is literally like idiocracy, but for this generation, it is. It, that's yeah. what I've heard. Like this, there's every generation has its satirical movie. Like there's a, I think Doctor Strange Love. There's there's uh, idiocracy obviously and then you know there's this where it's just it's it's topical it's extremely topical now and i wonder i hope frankly i hope not optimistically 10 years in the future 15 years in the future it won't get as much laughter because it'll be such a foreign concept to our kids <laughs> who are like the right. government would not we're like i need you to understand in 2021 <laughs> yes they would because <laughs> they were with the same attitude, with the smile on Because we were dropping face. like flies during COVID. And that, yes, it's that bad. So, I, yeah, I loved... That's why I'm happy you guys liked it as well. It I great, don't dude. understand the opposition to it. That beyond... that, It's like who are ethically against the movie or morally against the movie. I don't understand that. It's such... It's it's childish, frankly. I just understand me. how you can look at that movie. Like, let's just say you are a... Whatever. You're on the other side of, of the discussion in terms of real world politics. Like, how can you watch that movie and be like, yeah, I would be on the side of the, the comet. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like because comet. there are people out there that are like, I'm sure there are people out there that are like smart enough to realize what they're saying, but they're also on the side of the comet, you know, right. metaphorically. No, yeah. Then, how can saying. they not see that and be like, maybe I am stupid. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. It's no one but, realizes they're stupid. I don't know anyone true. who like, they'll say like, Oh, I'm dumb. I'm stupid. as like to kind of like lower expectation, but I don't know anyone who actually thinks that they are not intelligent. And yeah. so that's, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's really sad and pretty disappointing seeing how people are reacting to that and then just missing the point. Either way of like, Hey, campaign. let's listen to scientists. You know, the people that commit their, like Jennifer Lawrence is staring at a telescope all day. Like people that commit their time to, I don't know, medicine, you know, who go eight to, you know, nine to five every day. And then they spent, you know, they, they did their 10,000 hours learning how to handle medicine. And then we're like, I know more. Really? I did my own research. Uh, Google. And Wikipedia, <laughs> like, oh, you didn't spend, you know, because, you know, when in college, you know, that's this is a bare minimal qualification. You have to do what's called peer reviewed, you know, sources, G you know, kind of like topical in the movie, <laughs> you yeah. know, that's but I, I'm preaching. I'm, I imagine our audience, you know, we're preaching to the choir here. But yeah, don't look up. I thought is a it's a movie that we definitely needed right now because it kind of added levity to our current situation. Fair enough. Yeah. It was, it was quality. Right. Absolutely. Uh, we are going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back with some more shenanigans. This episode is also brought to you by Geek Grind Coffee. Geek Grind Coffee is good coffee. If you want good coffee, go to Geek Grind Coffee. Use the promo code genre at checkout. You'll get 20% off your first order. Uh, I've been talking about this for a while now. They're a great sponsor. They are a great coffee company. They have a current thing right now where you can actually collect their mugs. They've been getting real heavy into mugs. They've got some cool looking mugs. I'm a mug guy. 
uh, famously on the show. I drink everything out of mugs, water. <laughs> uh, that's really it. Frankly, coffee, not, water, not Actually, milk. Yeah, I was going to say milk is a bit, but I'm like, I don't. I do not drink milk because I'm not two years old. But, <laughs> but hey. But if you did, would you drink it out of a mug? I sure. would drink it out of a yeah. Geek Grind coffee mug is how oh, I drink Jesus. it. So yeah, definitely go to Geek Grind Coffee. Use the promo code genre at checkout to receive 20% off your first order. Thank you, Geek Grind Coffee. All right. There's a lot that's going on this week, and uh, naturally we have to talk about who died this week. Oh my God, they say, and by say, I mean Tracy Morgan famously on uh, 30 Rock, celebrity deaths happen in threes. Yeah. So be very afraid, everyone, because Betty White passed away last week. This week, randomly, Bob Saget. Dude, what's going on, bro? The Bobbert. Which I, one of my favorite parts about him passing away, which, I mean, if we have to find uh, a silver lining, you could have no, my, phrase one of my favorite parts, I'll commit <laughs> there to There has it. to be a favorite part of everything though. I agree. Go ahead, AJ. That's my you. favorite part about him passing away is it's, it's showing for the first time. A lot of people are unfamiliar with his standup oh, because yes. everyone's like, oh, pretty dirty. he's, he's Danny Tanner from Full House. Not realizing his comedy is filthy <laughs> and hysterical. <laughs> His stand-up is great, but that's why people are not, which they're also, it's the same with Robin Williams. His stand-up was really, really filthy, and I loved it. It's really good, but when you're expecting Full House, you're not expecting him, Bob Saget's stand-up, which, oh man, I encourage everyone to listen to his stand-up. Did you guys uh, watch Full House back in the day? Yeah, Yeah, of course. Of course. I love Full House. Do you guys watch the new Full House? Like the Fuller House? No, I did not. I, th- I thought it was fine, actually. It wasn't as bad. I mean, I, I mean, it's one of those things, like, anytime you have, like, a reboot, like, years in the future, you're always yeah. like, kind of hesitant. Right. Yeah, like fine. The Matrix, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had a major crush on the, I forgot their names, the middle child girl. Yes, um, dude. There was the older it, the older girl, Mary-Kate and Ashley, and then there was the one in the middle. I cannot remember I think the name. one, we're thinking of the same person, and in the reboot... She aged well. I have not seen it, but I'm more inclined. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Actually, from what I understand, she had a really, really rough patch with drugs. So I'll I'll just ignore that. (laughs) (laughs) She was on Steve-O's podcast, I think, and she was definitely talking. She was talking because they were both like, hey, drugs used to be cool. (laughs) And that was a big common topic they both shared. Interesting. So there's DJ Tanner... That's who I'm thinking of, DJ, I think. DJ's, DJ's the, the older one. one. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. She's a freaking, I say Bible thumper, not in like a derogatory term, but in like of the Christians, she's the not cool Christian kind. <laughs> okay, let's see, let's see. No, we all know that there are there are degrees of Christian, which, are, yay, let's tackle, let's, we talked about suicide, let's, let's do that. we talked let's about, talk about religion, gender yeah. and sexuality, let's bash and Christianity. And don't look up in the, you know. Yeah, let's talk about, let's bash Christianity. <laughs> I'm not bashing Christianity, everyone. We all know, if you're a Christian, you know there are those Christians that really make it hard to defend Christianity. Yeah, like, She was one of those people. It's Stephanie. Yeah, exactly, those Stephanie. types, the, the God hates blanks people, you know what I mean. <laughs> Stephanie Tanner, that's her. Mm. Stephanie, yeah. Shout out to you, Stephanie. <laughs> Come on the podcast. Um, speaking of uh, Bob, <laughs> yeah. you know, Bob Saget. Um, does does that, everyone else think of the Bob Saget bit from the Tourette's guy on YouTube way back in the day? Bob Saget! Bob oh, Saget! Oh, dude, yes. <laughs> I can't I can't hear his name without thinking of that. <laughs> um, it's because of this, like, it kind of, like, 
made me think like i think i've got a top five bobs of all time list sitting around in the closet and so i went and oh, dug God. it out of the you closet. go fish that out go right yeah. ahead well no i, I actually look, went through it and i updated a little bit because it's it was probably about 15 years old so um i updated a little bit so uh, i guess if you guys want to hear it i can just go ahead and yeah let's do it hit it yeah so why not top five bobs of all time number first five. of 2022 let's hear it bob barker yeah that's a good one. One he, of the best games. He inspired me to cut my ball, my animals' balls off. So yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, spay and neuter. <laughs> spay and neuter. <laughs> what a Number weird. Four. Everyone has to have their you know thing. There, he has a platform. You know, some people want to kneel for racial equality. He was like, God, I'm so sick of all of these freaking cats and dogs in my neighborhood. <laughs> that was the thing that I was so uh, like. I guess curious about because once Bob Barker retired, then Drew Carey took over. I was like, mm, "What's his stance he's gonna take?" And he just copied it. He's like, "Yeah, spay new to your animals." And it's like, "Come on, be original." There Drew was Carey. a, you know, there was a meeting where he's like, "So should I have? Because I have a few. Is there like a topic that I should, I can talk about that kind of raise awareness of?" They're like, eh, "Our audience are kind of <laughs> set in their ways." <laughs> <laughs> and so well, you're gonna tell everyone to cut sure. their animals' balls off too. And he's like, "You're paying me how much?" Yes, everyone castrate all of your animals because uh, <laughs> Drew Carey like aged like ten years the second he started Dude. doing that show. Though he well, the looks... second he got skinny, he got old. That's so true. <laughs> Bring back Fat Drew Carey, everybody. <laughs> I'm gonna put that on the poll. Bring back Fat Drew Carey, yes or no? Yeah, exactly. Cast. All right, number four, Bob Krause. <laughs> It's my no grandpa. Idea. It's my grandpa. Oh, that's he good one. Actually, if you guys ever heard heard of a uh, TiVo, yes, <laughs> he I've heard of her. That. Yes, yeah. Wait, are we helped invent that? Look it I up. I don't know how real you're Look talking about. Like, <laughs> well, you really scraped the barrel for Bob's there, huh? <laughs> are you kidding me? He's in the top five. Number three, Bob Saget. <laughs> a little inappropriate. They made him number yeah, three during the Who Died This Week bit. Better yeah, two and three. Bit. Two and one better be friggin'. Hot shots, dude. They he wasn't be even in the top five until he died, and I moved up. So, oh Ooh. god, Jesus, dude. <laughs> what number two? Okay. We'll, we'll get we'll get there. Go for number two. Let's get some distance here. <laughs> SpongeBob. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Natural. Sure. No joke there. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. See, you, you thought you like oh, what's what's his number two, number one going to be? Yeah, exactly. You're right. Wait for number one. You ready? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My number one, Bob of all time. Bob Ross. Any arguments? Yeah, Any arguments? No. I, can't, no. I can't say much. You're it's, right. It's too hard. Now, now you're thinking like maybe Bob Saget shouldn't even top five. I, know. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> I wasn't thinking that. I mean, why do you have to put him on your list and then bash him on your own list? Yeah, you I'm made taking him off. Up. He was the one I updated today, and I think I'm going to take him God off again. Damn it, Darren. Who did he <laughs> knock back, out? Bob Marley. He was he knocked out Bob Marley. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Bob Marley, yeah. pr- I pre- frankly, did a lot more for like you know world as peace. As far as like actual, yeah, like activism. Yeah. Yeah, and exactly. Stuff. Like, See, yeah, maybe move him off. Can we re- let's just do it again? Bob, let's start over from the beginning. But did Bob Marley host America's home videos in his yeah, entire exactly. bit? Oh, it's just kind of talking like this. Oh, hi, look at that. I'm a little mouse. What am I going to do? Oh, what am I? <laughs> is this your, Watching is that this your now. Bob Marley impression? <laughs> no. Sure. What? Yes, Darren. Listening That's to great. what I said. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty you got to love. I love the fact that Bob Saget is so funny in reality. You, It was just him saying, I can't do the jokes I want to do about these videos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you're paying again. You're paying me how much? And PC then he's like, version. oh, look at that. I'm a I'm a baby brother. And look, I'm I'm wrestling with my baby sister. Oh, I knocked her into a bunch of blocks. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. 
that's that's all he did on America's Home uh, Funniest Home Videos. Which Nailed talk it. about an antiquated show. Did you know they they're still, they still trying? They're yes, still like, trying. How in the age how? of YouTube and TikTok and all these yeah. other like random video places? How is that it's just still like happening? Tosh and stuff. You you know that there is a there's an old man who's in charge somewhere who's just he does not want to let go and he's like no this is how people watch it's a freaking he's the uh every thursday night on abc for the last 20 years he's the martin scorsese and the you know what's his face of uh of tv where he's like this is television you understand <laughs> people send in their videos via mail and we get we put them in we have some intern watch them in a vcr and then we put it on tv that's how it's done kids like what's youtube thing- i don't know what that is uh, the worst thing that I, I don't know if it's happened to you guys or not, but like anytime like our kids do something funny and like our you know we get on video or whatever, like all of their grandparents are always like, yeah, you need to send it into AFV and you send it America's funny some videos and it's like, wow, no, I'm not gonna do that. I'll just keep it for myself and put it on YouTube and go viral. Like, it, 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 but right. because my kid like farted and it was loud doesn't mean we need to send it into AFV. Like, come on, guys. Yeah, no, that's that's weird. But I do definitely. It's it's when you become when you become a parent, or actually, if you co- become a, a a guardian of any kind, so like animals and stuff too, it becomes real bad when you laugh at something that's hysterical to you because it's yours, and yeah, right, it's right. you can't share it with anyone else because no one and understandably will give a crap. Like Eli's bit right now is he love he he's terrified of vacuum cleaners, but for whatever reason he loves to play with turned off vacuum cleaners and make the noise himself <laughs> so he'll push it and go hammer and amber and i are in stitches the whole time because that's the funniest thing in the freaking world but you i'm fully aware in. that that is not funny to anyone else <laughs> yeah but eh, no i'd only send it in if uh, if i can get bob saget to do his little bit over it like oh look at me i'm a little person i'm gonna vacuum this floor <laughs> uh, it's, oh it's not plugged in oh don't worry i'll make the sound myself <laughs> go back and watch it dude that was his entire bit it was yeah. <laughs> that's all he had but god bless you bob saget it's really i love i it's sad whenever a comedian dies but i love whenever the uh, the comic community the stand-up community really kind of band together mm-hmm. and everyone i'm talking daniel tosh uh maybe not daniel tosh but who am i thinking of uh who's that big comedian back in like 06 from employee of the month and uh Dane Cook. Um, yeah, I almost said Dane yeah. Cook, but I didn't want to just get bad. Yeah, no, it's Dane Cook. It was like yeah. even him, Whitney Cummings, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Joe Rogan, all of them. Like the the stand up community is really banding together for this guy, and I was loving to do that. Yeah, one, for sure. one thing that I was afraid of is that I saw like through my feed, like Facebook and Twitter and stuff. It was like, no, not Bob Saget too. And then, of course, then your mind immediately goes to like, uh, did he die or did he? Yeah, is he like, a rapist? Like, oh, thank God he died. That's rough. He's, actually, yeah, he's not. Yeah, he, he's he's. He's, he's, I can still watch Full House with a clean conscience, not knowing there was dark stuff happening between the, commercial breaks. Oh, that, I mean, as sad as it sounds, like when I saw that, I mean, it's it's he's one of those guys. He was America's dad or whatever on that show. It's like I could totally yeah, see so him. Yeah, so is Bill Cosby. Exactly. That's why that's I was a, like, I really didn't fasc- want to be tainted. Ugh. There's a fascinating documentary coming out, I think, on Hulu. I don't want to make that up, but there's a documentary coming out called "We Need to Talk About Bill Cosby" because it really is a pretty bad conundrum i guess where he's a monster that's clear mm-hmm. but he did a lot of good stuff right. in terms of the black community and black representation on tv right where he had an actual i forgot the the 
the, his qualifications, but he had like a guy on set to make sure that on the Cosby show that they did not represent African-Americans and like a negative light. He did so much for black people and in, in progressing it. He did such great stand up stuff. He made stand up comedy really accessible to a lot of people. And then there were the rapes. So, you know, what do you, <laughs> it's really a dynamic in terms of like, he was really good. And he was also um, the a worst. hideous monster. <laughs> Take the good with the bad. You know? Yeah. And that's, it's as dark as that is. It definitely shows people that there's, you can cherry pick certain aspects of it. I'm not going to watch the Cosby show now knowing what happened right. while that show was being shot. But uh, I can also take away the fact that, yeah, he did a lot. You know, he helped move a lot of positive mountains and then he also raped over two dozen women. So, Hey, Jeez. let's, uh, <laughs> good and bad. Good on you, That's Bob. Podcast, you made guys. it clean. How, how dark <laughs> is that? Where we got to give, we got to give a golf clap to the guys who make it out of this life without, turning out that they're a horrible monster so far i'm just saying just i mean let's give it a few years as of now as of shooting this episode clean because who knows what can come out next week but until that comes out we miss you bob saget good on you up in real life right now yes i'm by the way sorry bob if you're listening sorry you're bumped off the list i I don't think he is sorry (laughs) i don't think sorry whatever all right let's get to some news (laughs) wait no one more thing died this this week uh who'd i miss e3 <laughs> um, I'll be I clear. I thought E3 died last year. I'm equally sad about this. You're the only sad person know, in the world, dude. I know. <laughs> I think uh, that goes for anything, just generally. Like Heath is just, just the only sad person in the world. <laughs> they canceled he, uh, E3's in-person event, and I'm I know because so Heath sad. has always been that E3 guy, where that is a legit event for him. That's the only holiday in my book that makes that <laughs> I care about. <laughs> That's of all the holidays, rough, like Christmas, and not, took it this from E3 me. day. <laughs> well, I guess just because now people don't like watching events anymore, like live events. People don't like watching that. And so, you know, here's a website with all the click articles of, oh, new video game, new this, new that. Yeah. So it's it's rough for me personally. That's it. So like, they're not even sure there's going to be a digital. There might not even be a digital conference. It may just be nothing. I don't want to hear anything dead. until they say, hey, guys, guess what? We made more PS5s. <laughs> yeah exactly i have one which is great but i want to play with my friends so i need uh, you guys to have a ps5 yeah i i it's so it's like just dead now at this point right like is it because of covid or is it because like like what's sure that's a big part of it yeah the covid is definitely obviously a huge part of it but also because attendance has been trickling down since years so Dude, it used to be so prestigious that you got (laughs) access to E3. That was a big thing. Mm -hmm. Not anymore. So, so they're not even gonna do like a like a conference that just doesn't have any in person viewers. They are currently unsure. It doesn't help that a lot of companies like Nintendo and PlayStation are just doing their own their own thing. Yeah. So what's the point? State of play. Nintendo Direct. Yeah, I guess that's fine, though. I mean, so basically, it's just like E3 is being split up into all of the own companies doing their own thing. So, I mean, you're still getting the same, but not. I guess it's different because, you know, it was one big week of just like tons of people all together hanging out, talking just, video games and stuff. And now it's like a day here and there, essentially. So. Yeah, just the yeah. one big, like one big event. I loved the live aspect of it. I loved that part. I yeah, loved the, the mess cool ups. things was I, I love always <laughs> like, when they were uh, watching trailers and like fans getting hyped watching the trailers exactly. live. You hear that the was clapping. one of the coolest things. Yeah. yeah. I love the mess That's ups. True. I love the live musical guests. Typically, even though I how funny like they were sometimes. Th- 
I think a better, I mean, it would happen. It would have still have to literally happen. I think it'd be smart for them to do the movie theater thing where what do you mean? they have there. They do that for a fair yeah, for amount of things. Events. They've done it for fights and stuff where you have, yeah. they stream the event in a theater, like a movie. Oh, theater. Okay, okay. That'd be okay. cool. Yeah, you just think cool. having the uh, group dynamic. Cause again, it's kind of like, it's kind of like opening night for any movie where the people that want to be there are there. Mm-hmm. So you're there among peers who are also gamers, I assume. And you would, I think that'd be really cool. Again, they have to do the thing. That's yeah, the, that's yeah, the yeah. big, that's the big, that's the big uh, barrier. They got to jump. Well, yeah. Because... And they also have to convince all these, all these big, like manufacturers or whatever to do it all in the same time period or mm-hmm. in the same conference center or whatever. And like we already said, like, What's the point? Orchestrating is definitely tough, but it's yeah. also, yeah, it's the state of video games right now. Right now, specifically, we're still like, even with movies, we're still trying to get out of, you know, COVID in True. terms of production. So it's kind of a miracle whenever a game comes out at this point. Like, what was the last major game that came out? Deathloop. Uh, yeah, Deathloop is probably what I was going to say. And too. that's kind of been a minute. Metro yeah. Dread, I guess, was after that. And that's been, I say a minute because I felt like. I felt like big games were dropping almost monthly, like regular, like back in the day. I mean, not necessarily triple A, but big popular games. I don't know. I just, I feel like that's not happening as much. Yeah. So random side note, we kind of talk about theaters a little bit. Did you guys see uh, what percentage uh, of the box office sales uh, Marvel accounted for last year? I did. Yes, I, I did. Number. Th- uh, third, Th- right? 30%. Uh, was uh, like of of all sales worldwide was uh, accounted to um, Marvel movies. And I need ridiculous. everyone to understand they're responsible for thirty percent with four movies, right? Yeah. And it's that kind of like gets DC yeah, movies that gets kind of so buried. Like Suicide Squad and what else? What other DC movie came out last year? Was that it? I think was it was it? just the Suicide Squad. But like they can they accounted for like less than two percent of. The mm-hmm. Well, again, it was like, they also draw. That's also not fair because the Suicide Squad dropped on HBO. But so they could watch it for free. I was reading but about that, and yeah. it, it's people were kind of like concerned that because of how many, like, which it's the same, like, hate Marvel, like, you know, bandwagon essentially, whatever. It's like, yeah, why would all these big movie directors be releasing, you know, small, like, niche, cool story films and they can just do superhero stuff, or whatever? And so people are afraid it's going to affect, it. like, well, we've talked about it before about like directors. I don't care what saying, people think because yeah. people aren't putting in the effort to watch the other movies right. it's i'm not you're not going to move a whole you're not going like to reroute a river people want to watch marvel movies so that's what they're going to watch and so people that are complaining that oh man no one's watched are you there too because i'm there and there's not a lot of people there the not marvel movies i got to really right. stretch and it's not even like a super indie i got to stretch my legs when i was watching the matrix <laughs> no one was there <laughs> dude and that's not even including, like, I'm still trying to, I meant to go yesterday, but I freaking, it got messed up. I'm going to try to go later this week. I want to watch Licorice Pizza while that's yeah, still in theaters. Too. I want to watch, uh, I think, Come On, Come On. I think that's in theaters still. Like, there's a lot of not Marvel, which is really sad, like, not Marvel movies. Which, again, for a year, which is, that's a lot of Marvel in terms of, like, the it's a big event. Imagine if there were multiple Super Bowls every year. <laughs> but... It's like there's four movies and you that's the that's the time people go to the movie theaters nowadays. Yeah. So, and 
it's all, I mean, 2021, again, we've already talked about this was like the first year back when people were actually making movies. So I think this year is a good measure for that. Like since we're hopefully going to get back to somewhat normality, uh, like, I mean, obviously the pandemic's still happening, but, um, in terms of like the movie industry, maybe like it's been long enough to where they can figure it out and do it remotely or, cause I think a lot of don't look up was done during the pandemic. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the movie you can do, you can make movies during like with all this in mind. So we'll see how this year trends. If, if it's still the same trend that maybe is cause for concern, but I mean, I'm, I'm with you, AJ. I think it's one of those things like the people that are shouting at the rooftops were all also the ones that aren't like, that aren't actually doing anything to stop it. So it's eh, whatever. So. It's certainly it's certainly frustrating, which which makes me feel bad for the the big directors, Martin Scorsese and Ridley Scott, those dudes that won't shut up about Marvel is killing cinema, which I can't disagree with them more in terms of how they're saying their message and the the spitefulness in their message. But I do think that and it's not I don't think Marvel's doing it intentionally. They're just they're making Marvel, they're making movies and people like them. It's not their fault that everyone adores the movies. But I I don't blame Marvel, I blame people that they don't want to mm. put in cuz Marvel, you know, release a Marvel movie, every, you know, I don't want them to, but release a Marvel movie every quarter. But people are only watching those ones, which bums me out. So I'm, if anything, I'm like, if I'm being Martin Scorsese about anything, it's people where there are great movies out there. You know, there, there's some really fantastic ones out there, guys. And you don't watch a Marvel, you know, I'm you watch Marvel. And then also, you know, next weekend, go watch licorice pizza, go watch, uh, I, any of the other movies, House of Gucci. I just think a huge factor of that is, is, is very blatantly like Marvel's had a great track record. So if you're going to go see a movie, you want to bet your bets on a movie that you're pretty confident is going to be good. Whenever you go see the Gersh Pizza, where you're just like, you don't know. It's a risk. It's literally a risk. You're putting your hard-earned cash to take a That's risk true. on to see this movie. So I think you just, you're, just, considering- you're just taking that foolproof, like, let's watch more movie. You know it's going to be pretty good. Yeah, like, considering that there's so much access to, like, movies outside of going to the theater and you're already paying monthly for all the streaming services and everything and That's it's like true. why would i get away from my house and spend 20 20 bucks to go see a movie when i could just watch a different movie at my house and like he's saying that's lower risk i'm paying zero dollars to see a movie or i could pay twenty dollars and then it might suck so it, it, to I mean, make matters worse the risk is goes beyond it was not a good movie it goes to COVID. you too. can die yeah. you can die right so that's a great point and that's I, uh, I like theaters, and so I am of the belief that theaters need to adapt to this. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And if they die because no one no one's going to them, I'm like, well, you're a business at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So adjust your business to the modern market, where I liked that they were doing the whole, like, McGregor fights at the, at the theater. I think that's right. really cool. That's great. Do the live events there. I know they had... Uh, they obviously stopped because of COVID, but they were doing the 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 band things. What are those called? The little drum corps things. Yeah, Darren? DCI. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing DCI there. That was really cool. I went to like one. That was really cool. I think they had a couple of gaming tournaments there too, like MTG, like the, the Super so. Pro. Those are great. Which well, I mean, I that's hard because like some, those events aren't happening right now. But like league like, and stuff. Broadway musicals too have been shown yeah. in theaters. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of All those whatever events they they'll bring back old movies. Right. I remember. I think it was Cinemark that was doing that when we were just coming out of the heat of 2020, the big bad batch of it. They were like, Hey guys, Jaws, Jurassic Park, ET, those movies, please come back. Yeah. Yeah, Like the big classic ones that people love, have seen, they know it's good. Like I, that's a great, that's a great model for them to have. So I, 
if the old end goal, I guess it really comes down to what are people's intentions in this? Is it, I want people to watch more than just Marvel? Then yeah, that's definitely a topic that we can talk about. Do I want to keep theaters open? Well, guess what? Marvel is a third of that. So (laughs) (laughs) what are you mad at Marvel for? They're keeping doors open, man. Right. It'd be like, it's honestly scary to think about, and cause, I mean, I also love going to movie theater. I, I think it's anytime you're going to see a movie that you're like really excited to see. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to be live in a world where like a super huge blockbuster comes comes out and I have to watch it in my living room. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, I, I want to be able to go somewhere and watch the movie. And so, like, I'm just wondering, like, in an alternate universe, like maybe ten years from now, we listen back to this and then we have no movie theaters. Like, the movie yeah. theaters just generally are dead. And like how drive-in theaters are now, where it's like you'll see one every once in a while in a random small town somewhere. But like in terms of actual like everywhere being like there's dead and i i just i don't know if it's gonna happen but it is scary that it is a real possibility like that they could mm-hmm. go away and that sucks like i don't know yeah so hopefully they'll they'll move the theaters will figure that out but hey you know the news that i'm sure there are people who are doing the same argument with newspapers and they're like god dang it they're <laughs> fading away hey antiquated technology yeah animated air antiquated mediums they they die out and they go away so uh hopefully we're not just old boomers you know and, and like they're inside in 10 years and we're like remember movie theaters and like shut up <laughs> <laughs> now they yeah, can just they feed the movie directly into your conscious and then you just yeah, watch right? movie in two I, seconds i, just, <laughs> I dude i got hype because i've been begging for years for vr technology that i just want to put on a pair of sunglasses and i'm in the vr world and i think facebook has the goggles they, they kind of look like the doc ock like gog like the minor goggles okay they they have goggles now that go over your eyes and i'm like dude we're getting closer we're getting closer to it well that that, uh, that was like a thing i remember like years ago like google glass was a thing for a little while what yeah and then they pulled it off because it didn't work really okay yeah they pulled I, them I off the shelves okay hmm. because i was thinking about that too i had that random thought too one night where i'm like what happened to google glass because i liked the idea of it and they were like, yeah, no, it was not good. We're not there yet. We were very wrong. I can't <laughs> wait for that, though. But all right. So that happened. Speaking of of streaming things on things like, I don't know, say Netflix, they announced a new thing on Netflix, Heath, an adaptation, if you will, about they, something you and I both adore. There is reportedly a Scott Pilgrim anime in the works. Which talk about yes, two please. barrels to take Darren's interest out of this. Yes, please. <laughs> I'm out. They're like, uh, hey, Scott Pilgrim on Netflix. Darren's like, eh. And they're like, it's an anime. He's like, ugh. <laughs> Dude, I adore this idea. It's not greenlit yet. They said that. I thought it was. No, it's not greenlit yet. Okay. So it's like they're trying to get it greenlit. If it does get greenlit, then Brian O'Malley's on board and everything. Like the original creator. And I heard he was. Steam ahead. I heard he was the showrunner for it. Maybe I meant, man, maybe these articles are getting real clickbaity. Yeah, no, he I is, thought- but it's not greenlit. Well, I thought it was. Well, I'll look this up as we're talking, but yeah. I think that'd be perfect. But I, Dude, we got to do it the right way, even if it's an anime. Bring back Michael Sarah to do the I, voice. Dude, I'm down for that. Let's do that. They have to. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> but I will guy, say, you said he has a punchable it, face. You didn't say he have a punchable voice. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> but I will say that, like, it, 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 it fits perfectly as an anime. Yeah. Oh, no, I mean, no. Like, yeah. Especially the manga is like, yeah, you can just like, I mean, translate it seems that like art into an anime, yeah. The easiest thing to make into an anime that like mm. won't feel much different than the movie. It's oh, not like, at all. Yeah. So. Wow, yeah. This is really clickbaity. So from the Hollywood Reporter, Scott Pilgrim anime series in the works from UCP, Netflix exclusive. Creator Brian Leo Mal- uh, Malley and Ben David 
Grabinski, which I looked him up. I could not find anything of note that he did. Hmm. Will write and executive produce the series. And then you scroll down. Netflix and UCP, the division of Universal Studios, groups behind the Umbrella Academy and Chucky are developing the brand new adaptation, which does not yet have a series order. So I think what that means is it's being made regardless. And then they're going to try to sell it. Yeah, yeah. I guess trying to get the hype around it and stuff because I would I imagine people want this. I want it. I, I want the hell out of this. Or as Darren would say, you know, people that didn't want it or didn't watch it, you know, they're probably gonna have a hot take on it. Exactly. Yeah, you get it, AJ. Now it's been exactly. a while. It's, it only took you like three months to figure it out, but now you get it. The yeah, people that you know, didn't watch it are not gonna watch, watch things. It. If you don't want to watch it, get over yourself. <laughs> Thank you, you, Heath. Thank you. There's a little Darren and everybody. What can I say? <laughs> It got it spreading like a virus. <laughs> Screw that's what is that what Omicron actually is? Is just everyone's like Agent Smithing when it comes like becoming Darren. <laughs> just, oh God, what a dark future! <laughs> You're just walking around and just like okay, you just hear relying K like, like being slowly like the volume slowly <laughs> rising as the army of Darrens marching to the streets. Speaking of that, I still need someone to go with me to the Reliant K concerts. March I need 8th, you March to lower. 10th, I think so. you need to lower your expectations of even getting to watch a concert because things are being canceled yeah, left and it's right now. Rough out there, bro. I, I am going to the whatever conference center in You're Oklahoma going City to an March empty 8th. arena. I'm going to show up <laughs> and we'll see what happens after that. That's not good. Uh, so yeah, Scott Pilgrim. I think that's great. Uh, uh, they brought the video game back. I think that's a great thing. There's a board game I want to play. That's Scott Pilgrim. Is there? Yeah, like a legit board game. I'm huh. talking. It's like a hundred. But did you guys know Cameron from Refund? We have to get it, hit the checkboxes from our weekly <laughs> reference to the, like a refund. Did you Absolutely. know he's a board gamer? I think oh, they are. Lars. What a guy. all three of them. I don't know if they are. They all are. I know yeah. that Cameron is for sure. No, I've seen Ryan post on his Instagram like. It's board game day, and he has like a giant board game set out on the table. Wow! I actually, I forgot to mention this in my week. I got four new board games for Christmas. I'm you got stoked. four new? Four yeah, because you have both games. your Christmases. You didn't even mention what else? Did, like, I mean, well, let me finish this thought. Then we got to talk about your Christmas yeah. presents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But guys, we got to save up and take a trip to California. I'm down. Oh man, you know that'd how be fun so that'd cool. be. Or we need that'd to be just, a great like, time. Somehow figure out a way to like. Find a board game we can play remotely and like video call and stream it on they Twitch. They would be a great or... bunch of dudes to play Jackbox with. Oh my That's gosh, true. absolutely. Yeah. Without, without a doubt. Let's That'd actually set that up. We okay. should do that. Refund even, guys. Even off our, even off I, air. I'm I said, for that. I say refund guys, Joel and Ryan. <laughs> uh, hit us <laughs> up. Cameron would be like fun about, too. I think Cameron would be fun too. No, he, yeah, but they're going to have to tell him because he's not going to hear this because he doesn't listen to our <laughs> show or his show. <laughs> okay. What a guy. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so yeah, Christmas. What 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 are your what are your spoils from Christmas? So you, I got a got few new frisbees, Christmas. of course. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, yeah, a few new frisbees. Sure. Um, I, you know I what? Did you fi- care about them, and I care about you. So yay, good for you. Thanks, AJ. I appreciate. Why do you keep that. calling them frisbees? Are you like a dig yeah, at yourself? Are you being... Uh, they're frisbees. I don't know what you want to say. Aren't that they're okay. discs? Okay, yeah. they're frisbees. Get over yourself. Hmm. <laughs> but then again I, lo- I care i care about the things i'm interested in i know i forgot you don't care about the things you're quote passionate yeah, about just, so why would you help i'll build it i wish we streamed on twitch because i just love aj's face it's just like slowly i'm gonna start putting eyes, these on youtube into the camera, i'm gonna start like, uh, i'm gonna start putting our crap on youtube so see, i say get us. over yourself aj rolls his eyes and looks to his left and just <laughs> every time because when you do that i'm like all right let me check make sure everything's still recording properly because i have nothing good to contribute to this <laughs> <laughs> uh but okay so i also got like i was 
pretty concerned because every year, like, I, like I said, my dad is the one who gets me my shoes. I also depend on Christmas for my socks, and I didn't get to do that point. <laughs> dude, and so, so. you can buy socks from Walmart or Target, my dude. Get yourself a freaking ten to twenty pack of Hanes, my man. It, or, it is fun. Once a year, free socks from the grandma. Boom. They came in. Thanks, grandma. Dude, I can't tell you the amount of times I want to just throw all my socks away and then just buy two big packs of socks. That way, every single sock I have is perfectly matched every single time. I think there was a rapper. Someone said like they wear a new pair of drawers every single day. They never wear the same drawers twice. I, I That's a baller status I want. So <laughs> I would do that. Get I would do that yourself. with socks for sure. Dude, never wearing the same underwear twice. That just sounds another level baller that I want. Hey, what's the difference of cleaning them? Come on, man. You're just ne- not. That, that fr- breaking the seal on a fresh pair of socks. Okay. Yeah, they're perfectly yeah. stretched that out. That is like, borderline sexual. <laughs> okay, putting that on the poll. Is breaking the seal on a new pair of socks borderline sexual? Yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> At, that might cast. be the episode title. <laughs> <laughs> I'm for but, real. Like it's it's the perfect analogy of it's untainted, pure, clean, and you just get to ram your foot into that. <laughs> and cl- it's yours forever. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, for real. As cheap as socks are, that might be something I look into our budget about. <laughs> it's like how much is a fr- like how much is like a a pack of socks like, like you can get custom bucks, socks you want to get custom socks is that what you're saying no like huh? a, better than this the real cheap because i've gotten oh, actually kind of spoiled like our show's budget i thought you're saying like our, uh, <laughs> our budget of zero dollars <laughs> no so i because i've i've done the thing because i used to be like i don't care about just give me the cheapest sock but then i got i think it was a gift ironically enough a nice pair of like reeboks socks mm-hmm. and i'm like oh okay Dude, there's so for the longest time I wore cushion put in. Yeah. Dude, yeah, I wore like just regular like Walmart underwear for the longest time. And I finally got a pair of like two like actual boxer briefs. And I was like, holy crap, this is how you're supposed to feel? Like this is incredible. Dude, I am fishing for us to get a sponsorship from Me Undies because they are almost exclusively oh my what gosh, I wear. Man, I would Me love Undies, that. it's like a, a silk hammock for your ball sack, dude. It's so wow. great. What oh, a sale. Man, I would love that. Yeah, cowards! You want to move some units? Hit me up. I'll be—I'll give the people the truth. It is like your butthole is being flossed with just angel hair. I don't it's want my butthole beautiful. to be flossed with anything. Yeah, I don't like that imagery at all. <laughs> oh, I'm the only guy that likes to floss his butthole. I'm the only guy. I'm the only guy wearing a g-string here. Okay, sure. Okay. No, I—I uh, I don't know, man. I—I I, I just like. Okay, so hey, let me let me ask you this: Do you guys wear like no-show socks or like the little crew-cut socks, or, like long uh, socks? No shows for me. No shows. See, I wore no shows for a long time, but then I started wearing like just like the I guess the crew-cut or whatever, a little higher. Yeah, a game changer in my opinion. What are these? I, it makes my the upper ankle part like where my shin meets you got my crew-cut Heath. That's crew-cut. Okay, I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm fine with those. That's I'm talking about. What are the ones called? Like the dress sock type ones that go up halfway up your calf? Yeah, dress, yeah, dress socks. socks. Yeah, those are terrible. <laughs> I'm wearing them right now, actually. I used to get those work. all the time for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Work socks. I hate those. Those are the worst. They're comfortable. Yeah. For work they make socks my legs fun. so itchy. Like my shin. It's like my calf. Dude, yes. Low quality socks. You got to get the high quality stuff. Well, I always get a bunch of garbage ones where it's like, hey, Venom, for whatever reason, they're really like getting yeah. a lot of like they marvel and stuff. It's just like, we're going to make our money with socks. 
I get so many of those. And there was a time where I was late for work and it was like four in the morning. Lights were off. I just, I reached in my sock drawer because I don't, because I try to have matching socks all the time. All of the socks should match. So I don't have them folded up together. So I grab two pairs of socks and I go out in the living room so I could actually turn on the light. I have a dress sock and like a black no show. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't go back in there. So I guess, I guess I'm, I'm just going to have a, I'm going to have a bad day. <laughs> so my other Christmas though, um, I, you know, I think I mentioned this last year that I got some like stupid gift from my mom. My stupid gift this year was I got like a really cool, sweet bar of soap. <laughs> cool. That was okay. it. Have Explain. You, you ever heard of cool. a, like Duke Cannon? It's like some like name brand like manly man just body wow armor, what are, like here okay soap. uh time for toxic masculinity <laughs> exactly like the i think the the name uh, or like the br- flavor or scent whatever you call it i guess flavor? Uh, what, <laughs> uh it was like charcoal or something like that oh manly I, it's I, nothing I more know. manly than that I don't even like using bars of soap. I'm not a bar of soap kind of guy. I'm a body wash kind sure. of guy. Sure. Body not like me. a bar of soap is pretty antiquated. I love bar soap. Really? Oh my gosh. A bar of soap. Yes. You like having a little brick. It has such a short shelf life though. Because once it like hit, my skin's what? so dry when I use Opposite. Them. I don't know. By far. Go ahead. I feel Heath. like whenever I have the liquid, I run through that liquid so quickly. I like soapy suddy like when I'm washing my body. The bar yeah, of soap of can get course. there real quick. But whenever I don't I like, like that I, drip it, it inevitably gets under my nails and I want to die. Mm, Weird concept. Oh, I don't do that. Worst. Oh, I'm God. real tactile, what? I guess, about that. How are you guys in agreement on this crazy thing? The, the feeling underneath your fingernails? Oh, Soap I, under my nails I, makes me want to die, I totally dude. forgot what? about that feeling. Like you just like, it's, that was a repressed memory that you just like brought back up because I, I haven't used a bar of soap in years. <laughs> and then he just cuts to Heath and he's just like scratching a bar of soap. <laughs> dude, he's like, oh yeah. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> oh, oh like, I got the weird neck tingly thing right now. Like whenever you scratch a freaking chalkboard, I just, yeah. Ex- exactly. Bar God, of soap me- under my freaking nails, like that bar of soap just, yeah. I, think, I just bit my nail and tasted the soap because of you. Like, I don't know why that just happened. tastes like Irish Spring under your nails. <laughs> exactly. Oh, it's God, funny you said so Irish Springs tastes like Irish Springs. I knew exactly what that taste was just now when he said it. Oh, <laughs> you're so gross. You probably do. You eat soap. <laughs> flavor. Flavor of soap. What's your favorite flavor? <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, thanks. It's not bad. Otherwise, uh, uh, that board games. Got? Yeah, uh, so I got, I got Root. Which Have you guys heard of Root? I have not. I have not. It is a like uh, strategy war type game, but every it's like uh, Im- intentionally imbalanced. Basically, what okay. me- meaning by that? Like, so every there's like different factions, and all the factions have their own unique rule sets. Not their own abilities, but their own rule sets. Okay. So it's like really unique, and I really want to play it. It's something that people have like really raved about because every every playthrough feels super unique because it's again it's like you, you play your own character and then when you play the next character it's like you're playing again for the first time because you're learning new rules like everything's yeah. different it's really really cool um so i got root i got mysterium which we played together aj I think yeah you i like had, mysterium you that game. it's very fun yeah. super excited about that game i got power grid which is like an energy or like a resource management game I got cool. Wingspan, which I think I mentioned that in the last episode. That's like the plane one, right? The aviator aviation one, you're building a plane? No, Wingspan is a game about like, it's it's a same thing, resource management game about um, 
an aviary. You are like managing a bird, you know, like essentially center, you know, trying to raise birds. Essentially, it's it, the the theme of the game sounds super lame. Yeah, describing that sounds super stupid. It's super lame. It, uh, the the concept in my mind, really it got cool because it's like what type of bird you want to commit and like falcon all the way baby <laughs> um but it won like game of the year last year so oh, like really? it's, it's like a, a really cool game and i got one more what was it a spirit island have you guys heard of spirit island mm. no so okay so you guys both play pandemic so you know that correct um yes. so one big problem with pandemic is like, i'm sure we've all noticed this you've played it is like the ability for like one person to take over the game because like you can meta, you can say, Hey, okay, you do this on your turn, you do this on your turn. And so it's really easy to like have like a, basically a commandeer of the game. Yeah. So Spirit of Ireland solves that problem by making it incredibly complex, <laughs> which I guess is a good thing and a bad thing. There you but go. Like, How, you can't because we purposely made it what a game. What's that bit from Parks and Rec? Like game magazine called it punishingly intricate. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, the first time I played this game, I played it like two years ago with uh, Ryan Lewick. He used to be on the show every once in a while uh, for all you old school fans. Yeah, we um, got to bring him back, even though he didn't invite me to his wedding. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like little repressed feelings there. It seems like um, yeah, a little better about it. <laughs> um, but we played it with him and got a really bad taste in our mouths because the game took like five hours. Mm, but then oh, we read yeah. about it more, and it was like. Uh, if you're playing this game and trying to like meta it and be super efficient with everyone's turn, you're going to hate it. Basically, was what it said, and I was like, "Oh, sure. that's what we were doing." And then we played it again and just like tried to manage our own like you know faction or whatever. It's it's a cooperative game. You're still playing you know game against the or like people against the game situation, um, but it's impossible for you to play the game and like try to help your neighbor like to do their turn efficiently. It's like, you got to just be paying attention to yourself. And so it's really cool. It, it makes sure that everyone's invested. Everyone's enjoying their own turn and has to be like contributing because pandemic, you can just sit there and just be on your phone and be like, Oh yeah, sure. I'll just move this guy over here. That's blah, one of the blah. worst. That's a huge turnoff for me. If like yeah. downtime, that is a mega thing that I will turn me off from a game. Yeah. But so. those are cool. I'm really that excited. Fun. I, I can't really wait to, to let them sit in my closet yeah, for another year. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to set up for sure. Try to do something to get together, which, uh, yep. Uh, Amber and I will not be there by the way, for your kids freaking baby shower. I didn't get the days off. Rip. So bummer, but yeah, yeah I think we're at right about time. We can go ahead and start wrapping up. <clears throat> go ahead, Heath. One more thing that I really want to talk about that I think would be interesting for you to talk about okay. is have you heard about the raid reboot? No. Oh, wait. The American version? Yeah, the new American version. Yeah, I did hear about that. Yeah, Michael Bay's attached. I heard about that recently, though. Yeah, it just came back back up recently. Uh, Gareth Evans, Michael Bay. He's attached to it? Oh, Michael Bay. Oh, God. Well, Gareth Evans is attached to it as like a co writer or some crap producer. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I read about that today. I was like, or they could just not. Yeah, why? I don't want Michael Bay to do that. It's, uh, it's going to be freaking Patrick Hughes. I'm not familiar with who that is. I doesn't ring a bell. Let me look him up. But I just I can already see the movie in my head. Let's objectify some women. Then we're going to have the 360 shot you know, spinning around. I actually will say his new movie looks pretty cool. It's the one with Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, with Candyman, I believe. Yaya. I forgot. It. Sadiq. What is or, it? It's called Ambulance. I, can't, oh, I, can't, yeah, okay, I have yes. seen that trailer every time I've been in the theater. heist movie. Yeah, that looks cool. Yeah, it looks, just looks fine. Looks fine. I like because Michael it's like Bay speed, can, but not speed. Michael Bay can direct. Bad Boys is great. Yeah. One and two are great movies. Of course. Uh, 
I, you know, Transformers became what it became, and I don't I mean, think he's done a ton of great good, stuff right? since. We, do we still like the first? The action was fine. I don't really care for it. Story was meh. I don't really care for it, especially when you look back. Even worse, where it's in high school and they're like really gross to Megan Fox. Yeah, mm. really gross. That's true. Pretty gross. It gets pretty bad. Uh, so who did you say that other though. guy was? Patrick the, Hughes. Patrick Hughes, Australian film director. Uh oh, he's the dude who's doing all the Hitman bodyguard stuff. Apparently, those are okay. I haven't seen them. Oh, I heard. Like, no. How far are we in that series? There's like the Hitman's bodyguard, the Hitman's bodyguard's husband, or whatever, hit- or something. I don't know. I don't. I'm. I'm good. Not watching it. He also did the Expendables three, which was awful. So. Yeah. Ooh we. Guess we'll see. It does not bode well, but who cares? Uh, it's going to be an American remake of of a an amazing movie talk about there's just what is it going to do is it going to top it like no. what is your there's goal no here it's a perfect That's what, i know it's it's like old that remake of old boy when you yeah. have an incredible foreign film why are you attempting your version of it it won't be better the best way you the best you can do is the ring which is an okay foreign film and then you can make it good and, and stuff because the original like ring or maybe I'm thinking a grudge is it's a Ringu. yeah like it's a bunch of short stories mm. in it as opposed to a streamlined feature film. So there's room to improve. There's no room to improve at the raid. No, not because at all. it's just because what are you going to do? Add story to it. That's just going to make it not good. Yeah. Talk about a, it's it's not going to be good. But all right, that is, I think, everything kind of a slower week in terms of news, but that's going to wrap this episode up. So let's hit our uh, recommendations and or homework. Hmm. I forgot to mention, uh, as you guys think about it, I also finished the newest season of Always Sunny and that was great. Was it? Yeah, it was good. It's uh, I'm emotionally invested. So it's kind of what 15th season. Jeez. But it was also like nine episodes. Nine 30 minute episodes. So it's really not, you know, too much. Uh it's well, I've got it's, homework when you're when you're finished. Okay. It's uh, the last little bit about Always Sunny. It's definitely it's plateaued at best. It, it's probably declining, frankly, if I could look at it really objectively. That it's sucks. not getting better, but I, I like it. There's some I like that every so often though, they get pretty darn serious in it. Mm-hmm. And they do that a couple times, or they for sure once in this in this new season and uh i just to me they're as much as probably as like a not cool fan of me to say it kind of feels like family when i watch their show because it is sort of like an indie or not indie but like smaller cult i guess the better word following of, of always sunny the guys who really commit to watch it listen to the podcast i just i love those guys and so i'm always as long as their show is on i'm going to continue to watch it yeah so I, like i said i can't really objectively look at it so darren what do you have um so I believe uh, I'm pretty sure that season three of Atlanta just released on Hulu. Is that correct? No, no I hope you're wrong. I don't think really look that yet. up right now. If it did, um, I'm pissed. I, I know don't what know I'm about doing tonight. Yeah. So I still have like a few more episodes of season two to watch. Um, so my homework again, I'm going to ask myself homework is to catch up and finish season two. Hell yeah, dude. If season it's not three, coming out till February. Okay. I thought it's I saw, close I mean, though. Maybe I saw um, because when when I opened Hulu, it said like Atlanta season three, and it said 
click or whatever, click on the series, but I guess it wasn't open or maybe it was it's just for one two, yeah, it's the setup. So, um, anyways, okay, so then maybe that's in the future. I was gonna say uh, watch episode one, but it hasn't come out yet. We'll so. definitely have to follow it when it comes out. Hell yeah, Absolutely. dude! I am so excited for it, dude. I freaking Me love too. that show. Yeah. Well, I got nothing then. <laughs> okay, I will recommend. Uh, I mean, it kind of is a little cheap, but I'd recommend you check out the newest season of Always Sunny. Yeah, I think it's hysterical. I love. Uh, they're. Uh, it's still going on and there's their jokes are still like not, they're not pulling their punches with the jokes. Mm-hmm. So big fan of that. Then I'll recommend the it's always sunny podcast. Boom. Yeah. Let's we're always sunny. Like advocate. Pro, pro, on our show. Always sunny. Yeah. Definitely give them a listen. Cause they're, they're absolutely fantastic. Dude, I love their bit about they're talking about like the name always sunny. It's like, it's fucking yeah, like, awful. It's, I love it, it dude, because they're so transparent. They're like, it's bad. We literally, like, they had a bit where they were like, any $200, come up with a better name, anybody, and no one was able to. I love so it. I love I love all their bits so much. And I just, yeah. to me, one of my favorite bits from them is it's hardly a bit. And I actually, some would argue, not a bit at all, where they will make a decision, and it's usually Dennis, Glenn Howerton, that's his name, it just came to me. He'll be like, yeah, we just did this thing because I think it's hilarious. And one example is, I think the name was Brian. He's like, yeah, we named that character Brian because I just think the name Brian's hysterical. (laughs) And it's like, it's no one else is laughing at that, but he got a kick out of it. (laughs) And that's a big thing, too, for those of you who don't. This is not. Oh, he said cheese. He's he's eating cheese because cheese is funny. Cheese is is just It's funny to do. And it's just (laughs) that is his humor. And this is the decision that no one else is really paying attention to. But he's getting a laugh and that's what makes me happy is that they're making decisions for their show because one person goes or the three of them go i think that's hysterical (laughs) or like one of my favorite stories from them and then we'll get off this is the time they met with danny devito to pitch the show and they were just like i don't know if he was doing a bit or he was trying he was like meta in in character but he was just making no sense as we were having lunch with the dude (laughs) (laughs) And so like we like after we're I'm paraphrasing, but like after the like the lunch, we all like drove out, drove off together and we're like, that was weird, right? And they're all like, yeah. (laughs) But here he is. He can't he jumped on board season two, so 14 seasons later, and Danny DeVito's still showing up and working. Yeah, I love I everyone please listen to the Always Sunny podcast. They are 30 to 40 minutes at best. They're quick. They're great. And easy to digest, they're great. Yeah, so do good things to us on all the social medias. Give us a review on Spotify. Uh, be honest. If you like us, please give us five stars. If you don't five like us, give only. us one. I don't. Eh, I don't five care. Be only. honest. Five stars or none. Wait. wait. And, uh, five stars or don't review. That's what I had to say. Don't don't do it. Zero five stars. stars. Yeah, thanks. Ah, they're gonna they're gonna it. follow through. Damn it. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Genre Geeks, Facebook at Genre Geeks, Twitter Genre Geeks Cast, and hit us up an email at Genre Geeks Cast at gmail.com. And until next time, everybody. Bye.